Yo, this is Jay Cuts Fresh. You're checking out the Barber Life Podcast. This is for all barbers, no matter your age, race, or status. Barber Life. Yo, what's going on? It's Jake. JakeCutsFresh.com or IG, Twitter, Jake underscore Cuts underscore Fresh. You can hit me up there, find me on those. Um, I don't have a specific topic to hit on tonight. I've just been thinking a lot about what I've learned in this journey. A um, friend of mine, Nate, shout out to Nate, texted me or emailed me and said, um, you know, he's been enjoying the cast lately. Actually, a lot of you have, man, and I really appreciate that. Just a heads up. That means more than you know because sometimes... I feel like this this is something that will take a backseat to other things in my life. But when I hear from you all and find out that it's helping you, um, then I keep going. You know, so that that's that's incredible. I appreciate it from all of you. Um, I'm recording in my truck right now. I don't have time to sit down and record an episode. So, you know, this is what's happening. I committed to doing an episode a week. So this is what we're doing. Anyway, back to my friend Nate. He uh, he emailed me and said, you know, congrats on on getting the cast back up and going and congrats on the new shop and all that stuff and i and i said yeah it's been fun it's like a video game it, it, this is all just a game and i could just keep playing until i win that's what that's how i view it and my, my friend brad said that to me a long time ago and i didn't really understand what he was saying probably because i wasn't really striving for anything um but i totally get that now like i just keep doing this life is wicked long it's also really short, so I'm going to get a little Gary V with you right now. There's a contradiction there. I understand that. It's super long in the way that you could just keep screwing up for like 10 years, especially if you're young. If you're like 25 and you listen to this, you could just eat shit for like 10 years and at 35, like figure it out and turn around and be good. You know, um, retirement isn't how we used to think about it. So you can just keep going. You can just keep trying. And, and what I mean by that is retirement isn't 65 I'm punching out for good and I'm taking my retirement because people are living over 100 now. A lot of people are. Fastest growing population in the U.S., according to my financial advisor, is people over 100. It's happening. So are you going to quit work at 65? Probably not. You're probably going to keep going, but we're healthier. We're, we're learning. Um, so, you know, it's a little different. You can just keep going. Life's long in that sense. Life is short in the sense that it goes by pretty fast, man. Like, my kid's already eight. My oldest is eight. You know, he's, like, up He's like up past my elbow height, man. Like, I don't have to get down on one knee to see him eye to eye anymore. And uh, he has a lot of serious questions about life. And we're understanding each other in new ways every day. And it's like, wow, this is crazy. This is like, you know... This is like uh, going by real fast, man. Like eight went, eight years went by like this, you know. So, um, you know, keep that in mind. But I'm figuring lately on my on my mind has been my journey so far into my life. Um, I, it's just a midlife thing. I'm about to be 41 in a couple months. Um, you know, you, you can't help but look back at the past and think of things. And and one of the things that I used to be ashamed about, and now I'm super grateful for, is a failed music career. So since I've been 12 or 13, I've been writing rhymes and I, I I took a pretty serious stab at it, although I didn't know what I was doing fully looking back now. I didn't really understand the business of music, so probably wasn't the best stab at it. But 
I was uh, writing rhymes, making beats most of my life. I still rap just in my truck to myself. Um, but I'll, I'll put a little link in here so you can listen to some of my music. Uh, so check out the episode notes and there'll be a link to my band camp, which is still up and running for some reason. Um, music I made, I don't know, probably started making it in 2005. And uh, probably up to what I made in like 2011, 12. Pretty much once my kid was born, I wasn't able to do that and handle the shop. So, but, um, so I used to walk around with the, uh, the inner monologue with the narrative of being a failed musician or a rapper or a music, music person, whatever you want to call it, because I wasn't playing instruments. But, you know, I failed. I, I failed. I didn't make it. Because coming out of high school, it's all I wanted to do. And I didn't see any other option for myself. Turns out, barbering is a hell of a plan B. It was the, the fuel for the fire. It was what paid the bills so that I could stay in a studio and that I could make music and do things. But, um, you know, it became my, my one and only. It became like a love for me. Um, not a bad plan B, right? I mean, two shops, you know, supporting a family, you know, fairly new house and, and, and vehicle. Um, not that life's about those, but it's kind of a good measure for the for how you're doing um excuse me i got um i got to this point with music where i had to really start making music that everybody wanted to hear if i wanted to sell it and that's at least what i thought i didn't know how to carve out a niche now i kind of do um and so there was opportunities that were presented to me that it didn't take and they were presented to me kind of out of the blue and i almost felt like either a i didn't deserve it or b it couldn't it was too good to be true now, those are two huge indicators of self-doubt. That's when you're really doubting yourself. Like, I really didn't believe in myself as a rapper, you know? Something happened with that because when I was 17, I was battling anybody and everybody. And I, and I, was, and I was beating up dudes, man. I was beating dudes up that were older than me, you know? Um, they had been doing it longer because I was just quick with it and I just wanted it so bad. Um, you know, but something happened when I started making like studio albums where I didn't really believe in the product I was putting out. Like I didn't love it and I didn't know how to make something that I loved, you know. And so there's all these things I could have done differently, but mainly the opportunities that came my way, I didn't take. And uh, a big one was on Twitter. I started talking to Illmind, not well, not Illmind, but talking to his manager. And he was doing a thing back then. This was probably like 2010, 11 where he was doing mixtapes. So he was doing one side was all industry people and other side was all up and coming artists. And so you got to like lease the beat for like $400. It could have got an Illmind beat. At the same time, my homie X was talking to, um, he was real good friends with Sean Price at the time, rest in peace and Rockness. And I could have easily put $1,200 down, which I had, but was being cheap and could have got Helter Skelter slash, you know, Sean P and Rockness on a tr- on an Illmind beat with me. I could have done that, and I didn't do it. Because I was like, well, you know, it's a lot of money, and blah, blah, blah. but that could have been a song that put me out, and I didn't take the I didn't take advantage of it. Now, why am I telling you this story? Here's, here's the main reason. As I got into opening the shop, and I started to see ways to promote and market myself that I really did see with music but sort of was becoming kind of being like prima donna about it kind of being like well i'm not gonna pimp out something i love to make money now i love barbering but i got i got a family to support and so i don't do free haircuts i never have all right so let's do this let's you know 
Let's take advantage of this opportunity. Something comes my way. Hey, uh, you know, we're doing a fundraiser for this thing. Would you like to donate a gift card or something? Yep, yep, yep. I say yes to so many things that come in front of me because you never know which one's going to be the thing that, that, that puts you in front of the most eyes. You have no idea. You know, and so when I first opened, um, I've told you the story in a couple episodes, but just to rehash it really quick, I finally decided to open the shop on the day before we were going to open the doors. We were going to open on New Year's Day 2011, so it'd be 1-1-1-1. That was my goal. I hit it on December 31st, New Year's Eve day. We found out we were having our first kid. So things got real, very real, really quick. Like, wow, this has to work. This can't be something that I just lollygag around like music. I can't just be like, well, I don't know. I might go to the show. I might not. I might do that show. I might not. I might send my album to Ninth Ninth Wonder. Another thing, another opportunity I squandered. He was taking underground dudes from his Twitter feed. All I had to do was post a video of me in the booth. And he was, he wanted to put everybody on mixtapes and like try to find the next big thing. And it's like, I just didn't do it. And I didn't believe in myself. Anyway, I don't want to do that again, right? So this opportunity came. I had to pay. This this woman um, came by to do an advertisement, a year worth of advertising in the local free paper. Now, I don't believe in newspapers. I don't recommend advertising in newspapers. But this was different. They were going to do a spotlight. They were going to do like a spotlight on the newest business to advertise. So they were going to do a whole page on me and the shop. And so, hell yeah, I jumped on that because I didn't want it. So it was like a thousand bucks for the year. But do, do you see where I'm going with this? That failure that I had in mind from ill mind from not taking advantage of that was fresh. And I was like, I don't want to not take advantage of that again. So, yes, it's a thousand dollars. Yes, I, at the time I barely had it. It's like a thousand or twelve hundred. Maybe it's a hundred bucks a month. That's what it was. It was, it was uh, that's what it was. And I had to pay like half up front or something like that. I don't know. Um, and so I did it and I got this little blurb. I got a whole, like a whole page, but it was like a picture of me sitting in the chair, my story on why I started cutting and all that. And, um, you know, then, you know, the, the thing ran and man, that next, that came out on a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday is when I just, I got flooded. I had to like, I had to like hire another barber fast because people in the town saw it. They resonated with the story. And they were like, boom, there you go. This was before Instagram really came out like that. Instagram was out, but it was only for iPhones and it wasn't for barbering. Barbering wasn't like all over it. Um, so what's the point of the story, Jake? Point is this. I used to think I was a failed rapper that had to resort to cutting hair. Now I see. I learned everything on that journey to trying to do that. Because I got to open up for Inspector Deck. I got to open up for Helter Skelter, the whole boot camp click. I got to open up for Just Ice, J-Zone. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Razkaz, Slain. Me and Slain started at the same time, and he took off. And I, I, didn't, I didn't bother to stay in touch with him. I was, like, embarrassed, you know? Stupid, stupid, stupid. I, I mean, we were doing shows together early. And look at him. He's a, he's a movie star and a rap. It's, like, just wasted opportunity. So... That was to teach me not to waste opportunity. That's what I learned from that. Now, if I want to make music, I can still make music anytime I want. But I will never waste opportunity again, and that was a lesson. So what failures have happened in your life that you can actually change the narrative on that? Okay, You can actually snap back from that. You can actually tell yourself, yeah, that sucked. I should have done this different. 
But moving forward, I have this now. Because let me tell you something. Here's the other secret to this whole thing. When you start looking at things like that, it's retroactive. It goes back and it changes everything. So I look at my life as like a long line, like a long chain that's behind me that I'm just putting down piece by piece each day. And maybe there's all these like big blowouts on there. But now, since I look at things that way, I look at those as mended pieces of the chain and I can use those lessons moving forward so I can have less problems. All right, so that's a quick one. Like I said, I'm in my car. I said I was going to do an episode a week. This is the only time I have this week to record it, so boom, there you go. Hope everything's good. Um, I'm going to be updating the website very soon. Um, I got some new pictures and stuff, so it's going to take me a little while. I got some stuff going on at, at the shops, but we're getting there. So, um, again, if, if you want to hear anything, just text me uh, through or DM me or whatever through Twitter and Instagram. Just just hit me up. Let me know what you want me to talk about because I got some knowledge in areas that maybe I can help you. And I hope everybody has a sweet-ass night or day whenever you listen to this. Peace.